probably do it for a Louis Bell. That's just all he know, he don't know nothing else. I tried to show him. Yeah. Welcome to Life and Basketball Podcast. Early Saturday morning. Obviously, it goes without saying. This is big time. This is big time for the Toronto Raptors. Outstanding opportunity for them, up 3-1. And Drake is dancing all over the six. There's no doubt about that. He's excited. Toronto's excited. Anybody that doesn't want the Warriors to win, which is pretty much everybody, is excited. This is the time for Toronto. I've made it very clear that I've made this statement multiple times in the playoffs. Uh, following the Warriors over the years, I, I just think it's amazing basketball to watch. They've been a lot of fun to watch, but I don't care how good you are. If you're injured, you're banged up, and you've struggled throughout the year with this, it's hard to win it all. It, it just is. Are, do they? Can they still do it? Yes, there, there's no doubt. Until somebody wins four games against that team, they're still not dead. It's not over. But this is exactly what I expected from some other team in the East to do to the Warriors, is to win the NBA Finals. I, I made the statement I thought the Celtics could maybe do it with their depth and firepower. Didn't happen. I thought Milwaukee, how good they've been all year, best offense in the league. Those are facts. Thought they could do it. Didn't happen. Toronto, though, they can do it. They, they proved... In the Eastern Conference is tough for people. Let me just let me just mention this. If you haven't watched basketball all year and you're just watching now the playoffs, you don't fully understand that how good that Eastern Conference was this year. Philly was very good at times. Boston put it together sometimes. Milwaukee was the best team in the NBA in the Eastern Conference. Um, it, it was a tough conference. It was tougher than usual this year. And for Toronto to get through that conference and now playing a banged-up Warriors team, again, a banged-up, injured Warriors team, they're right there. And it, it, they're just too good right now for the Warriors with what the Warriors have. And it's a difficult time. But look, how ironic. The last time they lost to finals, they were up 3-1. How amazing would it be to come back from town 3-1 to win their third straight? I mean, this is exactly the type of stuff that dynasty teams would do. This is exactly the type of thing that every great organization has done. I mean, even the Bulls, they've had struggles. They never had a struggle like this, but Jordan, the flu game. Um, being down in 93-02 to the Knicks uh, to come back and win that Eastern Conference Finals, then win their third straight. Every team has to go through this. Uh, the Lakers and one of their back-to-backs, you know, the Pistons had them down 3-2. They won two in a row. You, you have to eventually go through this, and... Look, I don't know what's going to happen with the KD thing. I don't know if he's going to play now. I, do I think he should? Absolutely. I think anybody that has a passion for the game of basketball, that, that loves the game, it doesn't matter at this point. You've got to play. And I truly wonder what's really going on. I know that I mentioned this in the last podcast I had. I just don't understand it fully. You know, if the injury is that bad, again, I'm going to say the same thing I said last time. I want to know what the real situation is. If he's just so hurt, then just come out and say it. You know, this whole, you know, a game time decision or it will go day by day is very distracting in my opinion. And I thought Sean Livingston had a great point 
after the game three loss, he said, we have to prepare as if he's not coming back. And I don't think they've done that. I think what they've done is they've kind of allowed Toronto to take full advantage. Toronto's played harder. They've had guys step up. Look, I said it, and I've been wrong a lot, but I am right about this. They have enough firepower right now, if they all play well, the Raptors, that is, to beat this team. And they are because of that. Siakam is second-leading scorer. I said he would be a problem in the series. He still has. Uh, Abaka was great tonight. Kawhi's Kawhi. He's going to do his thing. But it's the other guys. You know, Fred Van Vliet's had moments. Kyle Lowry's really playing well right now. They That ball screen action just dominated the Warriors. They couldn't do nothing with it. And give Kyle Lowry a lot of credit. Because I thought he was the guy that I was like, look, game two, they lose. He's got to play better. I made that very clear. He's got to play better than that. And he really has the last two games. He's ran the show. He's He's got the ball to guys that are open. He's really been a great point guard. And uh, it's their time. Again, It's you're up 3-1. You go home. You have to win game five. Get it over with now. I don't know. Again, what's going to happen with the KD thing? I really think it would be nice if he played. I don't think it's even going to matter if he does play, that they're for sure going to win. That's the narrative that, oh, if KD plays, then they'll be fine, they'll win. No, not necessarily. I mean, when you're out with an injury for a month or so, you come back, you're not typically the same player. And we've seen that with Cousins. You know, he's he was out a little longer, but he struggled because of his injuries. And I don't know if they'll be that much better with him. I think they'll be harder to defend, obviously. Why? How hard, you know, how easy, should I say, would it be? Oh, KD comes back, you know, it doesn't matter. No, you you got to now be, you know, you got to account for a great, great offensive player, one of the greatest offensive players we've ever seen. And even if he's not 100%, that makes them better on offense. I don't know how great he will be for extended minutes, though. And I think that's something to look at. If he does come back, you know, will he be the same defensive player? I think he's going to score no matter what. When you're six foot eleven, then you can handle and you can just shoot the ball at a, at a ridiculous rate, at a high percentage. You're, he's going to score points. That's going to help them. But I don't know how much he helps them defensively at this point being out. I think it's also, uh, you know, you're not in the game shape. Anyone that's, that's played at a high level, whether it's lower level pro ball, overseas, if you play at the highest level in the NBA, you get it. You can't be off a month and play against a team at the highest level like that or a really high level and just play like you've played all year. You know, he wouldn't be in the same conditioning. The minutes wouldn't be there for him. If they played him extended minutes, I don't think he would give as good of minutes as he has while playing healthy, obviously. These are obvious comments, right? But it's it's interesting to me because I... I don't know what's going on there. And, and you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to touch on one thing here. This is going to be a short segment, but I'm, I'm going to end this segment on this. I really question the motives or the intentions of the players nowadays. I think the players now are great. I think there's amazing things in this game now. I'm not going to be that guy that, oh, when back in the 90s, back in the 80s, you know, the players were better. And I'm not going to go there. I think it's different. I think there's a ton of great players now. I think there's some things that athletic-wise maybe are even better now. Um, the skill is different now. I think everybody is is big on the, uh, obviously, the three-point shot that everyone can really handle the ball that's out there. But what I do question is the, the whole player movement and, and guys sitting out and, you know, he's injured. We don't want to risk anything. This is the NBA Finals, and 
I had a great conversation with a friend of mine, and, and he said, look at Isaiah Thomas risking it all on one foot, just turning an ankle, a terrible ankle injury, you know, in the, in the NBA Finals in 1988 against the LA Lakers. I'm going to rewind time a little bit here. Look that up if you've never seen it. I know most of you have. But look up Isaiah Thomas, 25 points, you know, in that, was I think it was the fourth quarter, where he scores 25, and they still lose, but... He played and risked it all. They were up 3-2 in that series. He didn't have to play. And he risked it all just to win an NBA championship. And I don't know if the attitude is like that with the Stars now. I think there's certain role players that will do whatever it takes to win. Guys like Draymond who, look, Draymond's not a primetime individual player per se as far as scoring or skill. But his role, he'll do whatever it takes to win a championship. And, and I'm starting to really wonder, what's KD's mindset here? You know, I, I made a statement about LeBron. You know, I've never been a huge LeBron guy. I love LeBron when he first started, when he was with the Cavs. But I made a point that the move to L.A. was strange to me. You've made four NBA Finals in an organization that's pretty much your home state, hometown. And then you go to L.A., which is an organization, a team that's not been very good. And I just wonder why. What, what's the, is it bigger than basketball? If it is, okay, that's fine. If it's bigger than winning rings, that's okay. That's your choice. But I just wonder why KD would want to leave, why KD wouldn't want to play now if he's just not 100%. I guess that's my point. If you're not 100%, does that mean you shouldn't play? I can tell you this with personal experience. And, and I'm not tooting my own horn saying this, but this is facts. When I played the game of basketball, more times than not, I was not 100%. I'll never forget my the first college I go to, Western Michigan, my coach, he asked me this question. I'll never forget it. He said, Jeremy, how's your body feel? I said, it feels great, coach. You know, I tried to pump myself up. Hey, oh, coach, I feel great. I've been working out, lifting. He goes, well, that's great, Jeremy, but your body's never going to feel good the rest of the next four years. And I'll never forget that because he was so dead on. You know, I was always banged up. You lift, you, you condition. Your body's never fully 100%. I think Kawhi Leonard, what's impressed me the, the most about him, not only is his greatness and how well he is as a player, but he's been banged up. He's not been 100%. He's had back problems, and he's fighting through. He's playing outstanding. And, and anybody that's had a bad back, guys, you know, Larry Bird went through this. It's so hard to play with a sore back, especially basketball. When you're jumping, running, and being so athletic like he has to be, it's so hard to play with a sore back or a bad back. And he continues to lay it on the line. But then I go to him, and I'm not going to let him off the hook. Why? Why on earth would you play for an organization like Toronto this year? And you got a great team. you got guys that are really invested in this team. you got a great ownership. you got a now we're finding out a very good coach. Why leave? Why do you have to jump? You're on a championship-level team. And I know, like, look. Things could change on that team, even if he stays. If they give him a max deal or they, they extend him or whatever they do, maybe you lose a few guys. But why would you leave an organization that you are on the brink of winning a championship with? I, I just, I, I don't understand it. I'll never understand that. That would be like me. I played for a very good high school team. That would be like me, my, my junior year, we win, we go far. And then me saying, you know, I'm just not happy here. I'm going to transfer to uh, this school. 
<coughs> because there's more hype to it. It's a bigger school, and and I'll get more attention. The team's not great, but I just want to move to a different school. It would make no sense for a basketball player to do that, in my opinion. You want to win, right? Why would I leave a winning team? I just, I'll never get that. I'll never understand that. And it, and it bothers me because I think it's been a great playoffs. I think it's been a great year of basketball. March Madness was great. Really enjoyed the NBA season and playoffs. But the, the, the whole talk seems to always be about where guys are going. What are they going to do next year? Why go? I, I just, it's a frustrating thing for me. I, I really hope Kawhi stays. I hope KD stays. You're, you're the best player on your teams. Why go? You're the best player on teams that are really good. Why leave that? I know financial stuff comes in the way, but but look, these guys are making millions and millions of dollars. I mean, I guess it it does matter to them to get maxed out or play in a bigger market. I, I guess there's intrigue there. Maybe if I was in those shoes, I would maybe think different. But I don't think so fully. I think I've always played because I love the game and I want to win. I mean, those were the reasons why I played basketball. And all the extra stuff is nice. It's like the, the cherry on top. But but winning and the love of the game should never be outdone by something else. And I just think it is a lot with these guys, and I don't know why. I, I just I think it needs to be talked about. I think someone in mainstream media needs to mention that. And I know some guys do. I think Colin Coward the other day said, why... Why would KD leave? Why would you want to leave that organization? An organization that brings you in, you win two straight titles, you get NBA Finals MVP twice. Why leave? I don't know. Maybe they want new challenges. Maybe they get bored quick. A lot of things. Maybe it is only the money. Don't know. Don't know fully. Don't have the answers for you all. But it's something that definitely is something I'm not thrilled about when players do these things. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. We're going to find out a whole lot, right, this week. Who wins the finals, where guys want to go when we get into July, the draft. A lot of movement, probably. But I'll end on this. If you're a basketball player, I truly encourage that your main two reasons you play is because, one, you love it, and, number two, you want to win.